Welcome, everyone, to the Midnight Bells. I am Sadie. I'm Sarah. And Jessica. And tonight is a Sarah episode, and I have no idea what we're talking about. I told Sadie because she demanded it very, like, angrily, too. She was yelling at me. Person, place, or thing. For some clues. And I said I would uh, give... You messaged her outside of the podcast? No, 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 no. This, was no, no, no. this was just oh. now when you were trying to do the headphones. I was going to say. I do talk to your sister. We do not have any kind of communication outside of that. <laughs> no, we don't. <laughs> I don't know her phone number. I don't think I have her on any social media. You have to have her phone number if you have you her. You don't add me a fit. I don't have her phone number. Wow. You oh. created the group, this is Jessica. Awkward. Don't you this have to have the person's awkward. phone number to be in a no. WhatsApp group with them? No. No, I guess you don't. No, you're right, because I didn't have... I've been in WhatsApp groups. So that's awkward. I don't have everyone's. <laughs> I've known Sadie since I was number. 14, and I don't know <laughs> <on> anything. <laughs> her phone number, her Facebook. Her Wait, ins- you guys aren't friends on Facebook? We might be on Facebook, but I don't yeah, think I don't use Facebook, so I don't know. I don't really use Facebook either. That would be why. I follow your podcast Instagram page. <laughs> Sadie follows my podcast Instagram, The Midnight Bells. Yes. Follow it, guys. Instagram. Our podcast. At, that's true. Instagram yes. page. All right, let's uh, everybody follow us on Instagram at the Midnight Bells. Follow it. Yeah, you'll see cool pics. Yeah. Um, we'll eventually do a giveaway. We will. Oh, um, yes, we will. We <laughs> <laughs> will. Okay. Anyways, so what's our? Hint? Oh yeah, I'm gonna give you emoji hint. So close your eyes. Imagine these are emojis. As close your eyes. <laughs> a skull and a horse. Has a horseman. See, I told wow. you it would be super easy. We have been talking about this for years now. I know. I was actually... I almost considered doing this one. The reason I decided to do this one is because one of the latest episodes, Sadie and I straight up argued about... Yeah. Like, totally off topic. We start arguing about it. And we argue about it a lot. And so. I was like, you know what? I'm going to finally talk about this, bitch. Let's talk about him. Ichabod Crane. Nope. What? Johnny Depp. <laughs> yes. Wow. I'm not talking about him. I'm talking about the Headless Horseman, uh-huh. which is a legend dating back to the Middle Ages. Okay. There's a lot of different Headless Horsemen out there. Mm-hmm. And much like our Yuletide episode, we're both technically right, and I hate it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I hate when Sadie and I argue about something. And then we end up both being right. Yeah, because <laughs> on that's, the how, that's how the occult works. It's like, it could be anything, to be honest. It's very frustrating sometimes. So we'll start with, I think, the most well-known, which is obviously the American one. Mm-hmm. Uh, the legend is also called the Headless Hessian of the Hollow. Hessian. The Hessian of the Hollow. It begins in Sleepy Hollow, New York, during the American Revolutionary War. Traditionally, he's a Hessian soldier, which are, from what I gathered, like, mercenary Germans who fought for the British. Oh. Like, they weren't really there for the cause. They were there for the money. Okay, that's valid. Yeah. And he was killed uh, during the Battle of the White Plains in 1776. Ooh. He died because a cannonball shot his head off. Oh. So that's a way to go. Pretty quick way to go. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you ain't living through that. Badass. Of the ways to die, it's one of the dopest. Really? 
That's the comment I was going to make. I had it in my head and I was like, this is going to be so good. And then I lost it. And it was about nearly headless. It wouldn't be so good because in the argument we had about the headless horseman and like the previous podcast, that was the joke you made to (laughs) Do you think I remember that episode? (laughs) Jessica doesn't remember any of our episodes. I don't remember what I have talked about in the past. (laughs) Do you remember last week? Oh, gloomy Sunday. Yeah. It took me a second. (laughs) Okay. Anyway, so yeah, his head was decapitated from a cannonball. Removed from his body. Yep. Um, So the legend is that his comrades carried his body off the battlefield, but obviously because his head was blown apart by a cannonball, they did not have it. Not a great time. Yeah. So he was buried every night after that. He would rise from the grave, ride towards the battlegrounds, and search for his missing head. That's pretty metal. That was his whole deal. And he was pissed because he didn't have his head. Oh, pissed. Yeah. I thought she was saying some sort of word I had never heard (laughs) of before. (laughs) No. Clear now. So, yeah. Any thoughts on the American one? Uh, So he's kind of like a revenant. Yeah, search, okay. constantly searching for his head. And What's a revenant? It's a being that's sort of like a ghoul that rises up from the grave to do something or to, like, search for something or to drag somebody back. It has a has a task to do. Isn't there a movie called The Revenant? That is with Leonardo DiCaprio. Did I see that one? I think oh, so. Oh, yeah, the one the where he was... Why was that called The Revenant? Uh, because a revenant is someone who rises from the dead but has something to do, and... He oh my kind god! Of did that? I didn't realize that I never actually knew what that word meant. Very new fact. Oh man! Not only do we tell you stories, you get some new vocab words and trivia. Yeah. So yeah. Jessica's mind is blown. She's like, "Wow, movie means <laughs> and, so much more now." And movie reviews. I thought it was like a religious thing. It, it, revenants are are closely tied, I believe, to Christianity, but it is kind of like a blanket term for a ghoul that has something to do. They're not usually looked at in good ways. Though. No, it's an evil. It's a pretty bad. Yeah. It's it's an a spirit that is not at rest or possibly unbaptized. Yeah. Okay. Murdered. Okay. So yeah. So he's a revenant. He rises. He looks for his skull. In like all the movies and shows I've seen about it. Like, he seems to fight anybody who tries to keep his head from him. So he's kind of violent. Yeah. He's a bad guy. He's a Hessian soldier. He's a bad guy. Okay. Well, that makes Um, sense. So the next one is actually an Irish folklore. Oh. Um, Is it? I think if this is what I think it is, I love this creature. Is Is it the Dullahan? Yeah. Yay. Sadie needs to get off some Wikipedia. everything. Uh, listen, this is the only hobby I have. Well, get, one of the only hobbies I have. Another hobby then. She has plenty I of know. hobbies. She has a lot of hobbies. I don't know what she's talking about. I love I love the Dulahan though. It's a cool myth. Moving on. Um, so it's a headless demonic fairy. See, I'm afraid to say anything now because she's going to like fact check me. No, 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 no. It's no. a headless demonic fairy. Um, usually depicted as a man, but sometimes a woman. They ride the horse, carrying their head under their arm. So they're pretty cool. Uh, They wield whips made from human spines. And supposedly a death occurs when the Doolahan stops riding and calls out a name. That is pretty metal. A death occurs? Yeah. A whip made out of human spines. Yeah. I think 
that's Isn't metal. there something based off of this, like a character? I don't know. What? No, I'm thinking of Iron Maiden, and that's a Grim Reaper. Never mind. <laughs> Iron Maiden? Isn't Iron Maiden? No, that's not that Iron Maiden. That was a Maiden. torture device. No, the band Iron Maiden. Oh. Isn't that like a zombie or a skeleton or something? I don't know a lot about Iron Maiden. Found something. <laughs> Congrats, you also <laughs> don't know about it. Continue. Anyways, um, so a uh, question. I don't yeah. know if you know this. Is the Dullahan sealy or unsealy, or is it outside of that? Form? Um, it didn't actually say. Interesting. From when, the, at curious. least what I was looking at, I would assume unsealy. Right, because it seems kind of like a death being. Yeah. Is Dullahan unsealy, or I just want to look this yeah. up for my own, or sealy. Just, just as a for refresher. Your own edification. Yeah, my own edification. Just for as a refresher okay, uh, for our listeners, unsealy fae are easily understood as bad, but not really. It's not by human morals. And then the sealy are good, but... Sealies, that that's the what I think is funny, because sealy fae aren't really, like, good. They're still pretty yeah, mischievous. They're, still pretty they're like the Tinkerbells. Kind of, yeah. They're the, they're the ones that are least likely to murder you on sight. But she totally did try to murder Wendy, so I could Not see really. It. She tried to get other people to murder Wendy for um, her. There is okay. a very... She's a honeypot. A very <laughs> detailed description of the Dullahan's wagon, which is... Oh, don't say it, because I got that. I want to say that it is unsealy, unsealy. It says unsealy on this fae folk we weebly. We are going to categorize them now. They're unsealy. Yeah. yeah. So the Dullahan usually rides on a black horse and has a hideous grin on their face... Uh, which is spreads from cheek to cheek, like oh. so. It's a really big, creepy grin, Go and ahead. he's holding his head in. And his he's arm. holding his head in his arm. Okay, as he's riding a horse and or carriage, um, their eyes are constantly moving around. So just imagine that like someone's rolling? holding their head, their eyes like moving around as they're like grinning like a crazy person. Ooh. Their flesh on their head is to said is said to have the color and consistency. Of moldy cheese. Cool. <laughs> yeah. Um, their wagon is adorned with candles and skulls. So it's like a bunch of skulls it's on their very candles. Metal. With <laughs> skulls with candles on them. And it lights their ways. And the spokes on their wheels are thigh bones. And the wagon itself is made out of dried human skin. Very, very metal. Mm. Reminds me of the Boltons. From Game of Thrones. Wow. Wow. Gotta wow. find a way to tie it back. Yeah. The show is over. Jessica, you're going to have to stop referencing aren't. Game of Thrones at some point. No. Wait, do the characters have a carriage of human no, skin? No, but they flay people. They flay oh. people alive. That's like, That's, it's on their flag. Mm-hmm. They're okay. really proud of it. They're super proud. Very unsettling. They're like, we like to peel human skin off of others. Like a banana. So much, we made it our sigil. You know, you gotta you gotta go with what you got, and you, if you're good at something, you just kind of have to like go with that sometimes. No matter how mm-hmm. terrible it is, sometimes you just gotta flay a human being. So there yeah. is a way to stop a doulahan. Okay, and it's by I think it's crazy. It scares them away actually. A gold object, like anything gold, you just like wear it or you put it in their path, and, and they hate it. They freak out and they run away. Is it like? Kind of like iron, which is usually yeah, but it's, it's gold. 
Hmm, that's interesting. Gold is apparently what frightens them. Huh. And, and now I wonder if they don't like iron then, because I know a lot of like uh, supernatural things don't like iron, but interesting gold. Nope. I didn't see anything that said iron, just gold. Hmm. It's the only way. Put really, okay, here's what you do. If you, you got to do that, I, I know exactly how to fix that. You take your gold, you put it outside, and I guarantee you, your problem will be over. And nobody will then steal you take, your gold. No, no one's going to steal the gold. Who would do that? No one's going to steal it. Just put it outside. Put it outside at 8 p.m. Stay inside no matter what you hear. You stay inside. I promise you the Dullahan will be gone and so will the gold. But you can also just wear it. So you don't you actually- have to put it outside. You have to put it outside. And don't look out your window. Don't look at anything. A lot of Irish people didn't have gold because they're quite poor. Maybe, maybe, yeah, maybe it just wanted the gold. It's like, ooh. No, I mean, maybe that's why the gold is what scares it away because rich people have had gold and they also have had the ability to pay a doctor to take care of them if they got sick or something. Oh, I didn't even think about that. Or or the Dullahan sees the gold and is like, I need the money. These human flesh wagons aren't paying for this themselves. Can, this can buy me so much LaCroix. <laughs> I made a joke because you love LaCroix. LaCroix. It's tastes like baking soda. No. It does. It does taste like baking. I never had it. I never had it. It tastes like baking soda. I don't soda. plan on having it. Don't. It's not that good. It's good. You just gotta get used to it. I just, I would rather just drink regular water. So I do. I drink, I drink that more then. Because LaCroix is expensive. You do. Yes, it is. You did have a phase. <laughs> you have a problem. That's all She has Nick. like so much just stacked up on her refrigerator. Six. He bought six. Is that another refrigerator on your refrigerator? No, that's our microwave. Oh, okay. Oh. (laughs) Weird. All right, let's move on. Anyway, so this one's pretty short. It's the Scottish version of the fairy tale. Okay. Um, A man named Owen, but spelled the weird Scottish way, so it's like... Owen with like a G and Y. Yeah. He was uh, decapitated during a clan battle on the Isle of Mole. The battle denied him ever the chance of becoming chieftain so he haunts the area oh he and his horse are both headless oh, oh the horse is headless that's now creepy. so it's that that's a headless lot. horseman and his headless horse do you think these things evolved into the nucleavi or whatever <clears throat> later on maybe maybe because they're very similar that's when you put like a jellyfish on your head spot and you're like this is my new head and then you just become a nightmare creature mm-hmm I will say I like that he has like a name. It's like, yeah, it's Owen. Yeah, it's so that's Owen. So and I guess he haunts it because he's like angry because he never became chieftain. Nearly. <laughs> nearly headless. How can he be nearly headless? <gasps> They're double headless in this one. Double headless. <laughs> Jessica just did a great reenactment. I haven't too. seen Harry Potter in Quite a few years. You need to watch it tonight. ABC Family plays it all the time. I don't tonight. have cable. Tonight. Get it on Netflix. Tonight? I'm going to bed after this. Nah, stay up. <laughs> She's got to hide from the dual hand. Yeah. True. So the English folklore for it is Sir Gwaine and the Green Knight. I've heard that name. Like, I've, I've heard of the story a lot. I actually always thought he was the Green Knight. Uh-huh. I thought it was Sir Gawain the Green Knight. Yeah. It's not. It's and the Green Knight. Huh. I feel real stupid. In the 14th century poem, a giant green knight comes to Camelot to test King Arthur and his knight's loyalty and honor. He dared the men to chop off his head, but made them promise that 
whoever took him up on the offer had to meet him in one year and willingly allow his head to be chopped off. Oh, that's a bargain. Why would you? So why would you do that? <laughs> it's a good question. I don't know. Listen, sometimes <clears throat> you just. So I think the way that knights were thinking were like, well, if I chop this guy's head off, he's dead. So there's no me meeting him a year later. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, you would assume. You would yeah. assume. So King Arthur was like, I'll do it. But then Gwen, he was always, he's the youngest and he was like one of the better of the knights was like, no, no, I'll do it for you. So he got up and he did it. He chopped the dude's head off and it, his, the giant's head was chopped off. And then all of a sudden the guy stands up, picks up his bloody head and was like, don't forget to meet me in a year. And then like rode off. Oh, well, I mean, that's when you're like, oh, fuck. That's um, terrifying. I will say, I feel like back then people were a little more like metal about things. Like nowadays beheading, it seems horrific, but they used to do it all the time. And somebody died in the... So, so there's some famous death where the person died because they got an infection because they had their enemy's head tied to their belt and the teeth ended up causing a cut on their leg. But I'm just like, the fact that back then it was fairly normal, question mark, to not only behead your person, but then carry their head back to your home to make sure that people knew that you killed them. I'm just... Kind of blows my mind a little bit. Yeah. I mean, they used to put them on sticks and, like, yeah, like just, decorate the fence with it. This is nice. In some parts of the world, they still do this. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure. Uh, I just can't imagine walking by a castle and being like, I like this. This is nice. Where did they you get these? people to fear them. Yeah. I for sure thought Jessica was going to make a game with Thrones reference I, I there. I really want to, <laughs> but I'm holding back. Because they definitely show that. Multiple times. <laughs> okay, so what do you do? So I don't know. That's the end. Of that's the, story? the end of the poem. Oh, what the fuck? That's the end of the poem. No, that's it. That's fine. And wait, this was the UK edition, English, yeah, English edition. Yeah, they didn't want to talk about the rest. He came back and killed him. I would assume that the poem ended. I the story ended with Gwen fulfilling Ooh, his promise Wayne, he because gave his head up. yeah he was supposed to be like one of the bravest of the knights of the camelot and yeah. camelot is all about morality and honor if i if i said that i shall give my head to this man he shall have it what if it was a metaphor anyways moving on i bet you it was probably just a test and like if he showed up it was like enough it was like well you showed up I'm not going to cut yeah. your head off. That's probably how it ended. Yeah. Ah, uh, you actually and came to meet And it was the trip. wizard Marilyn the whole time. <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> you have passed the test of humanity and honor. <laughs> That's not what he said at all. But perfect. So I only have two more for you. Okay. Thank God. Jessica. Okay. <laughs> the German folklore, which... Um, the Brothers Grimm, they have two stories about headless horsemen. So I guess technically I have three stories for you, but they're very short. Very, okay. very short. Uh, one is near Dresden in Saxony. A woman goes out early one Sunday morning to gather acorns in the forest. She's at a place called Lost Waters when she hears a hunting horn. After a while, she hears the horn again. Then she turns around and that's when she sees a headless man 
in a long gray coat, sitting on a gray horse looming over her. He reveals to her that he was a wicked person in his former life. So he was cursed to be headless. How the fuck are these guys talking to everyone? <laughs> Great question. What if you... Where is the sound emitting from? So, from his neck hole? Yeah. It's is it like all a gurgly? And is there like blood? Like, like I was wicked. Imagine. <laughs> imagining it like uh, one of those smokers that has to like... <laughs> the robot voice. ...their hole. <laughs> Their neck, their neck hole. Oh, God. I knew someone like that. It was an old guy that I grew up around, and he was unsettling. Um, not to disrespect anybody with Laren, uh, I forget, the cancer of the voice box, I guess. Um, also, can you just imagine, so you're at Publix on your day off, you're wearing your, like, crappy shorts, and some guy just comes up to you, and he's like, I was a bad person in my past life. And, you know, he's got, like, no hat also, but, like, just not a good time. No. That'd be a really bad trip. Can you imagine you're just like in the forest, like, I'm gonna pick some acorns. You make acorn mash later. Turn around. That bullshit. Never go in the forest again. Ne- never go in the forest <laughs> again. Never go in the forest. That's the rule. And the second one's pretty similar too. It's set in Brunswick in Lower Saxony. The Headless Horseman, which is called the Wild Huntsman, uh-huh. which I kind of was getting confused um, because I know there's a fae called the Wild Hunt. This is apparently yes. separate from Okay, that. okay. So not to be confused. Yeah, not to be confused. Because the second I read it, I was like, wait, what? Not the Wild Hunt. We this need is, to have an episode. Of, maybe I'll do an episode of the Wild Hunt. Yeah. But this is the Wild Huntsman. So different. different. On his deathbed. He begged God to allow him to continue riding in the hunt until Judgment Day. God granted the request on the condition that he would blow a horn to warn other hunters of danger. So if you hear a horn, you shouldn't go hunting or something terrible will happen. I like that. He's a kind of cool guy. Yeah. That's one of those monkey paws situations. God so. is blowing the horn? No, the headless, the huntsman. The headless man. And I don't know why, like, that's kind of also a confusing part. It's like, why is where does headless? the headlessness come in? He just lost his head. He was dying, and God, he was like, God, please let me continue hunting. He was like, okay, but you have to warn other hunters. Also, side condition, you're going to be headless. It's yeah. a monkey's paw situation. You know, like, I want to be 12 forever. Well, enjoy being unpopular. You're the lamest 12-year-old ever. Yeah. <laughs> Why would you want to be 12 forever? I don't... I. That's it, a horrible age. Yeah. 12, 12, 13, 14 were my least favorite ages when I was a kid. I was a huge nerd. From what I'm gathering pretty much in Germany, um, the Headless Horseman, he haunts those who've committed capital crimes. And those who escape would be beheadings. And they're doomed to wander headless throughout eternity. That is sad. Yeah. I don't know. The German one's kind of like a law enforcer, it seems like. Okay, so he's a good guy. That suits, like, Germany. But they're also bad guys. They're, like, bad guys who are now enforcing the law. Bad guys. So criminal cops. Got it. Okay. Reno 911. (laughs) I love that show. Me too. Super underrated. Great show. And the very last one I have, it's from India. And as we all say every single time... I'm sorry if I butcher this. The Jinjar is a headless horseman who is depicted as a hero. So very different from the others. Interesting. Um, Like like I said, the German one was kind of a law enforcer, but also they were criminals too. Right. But this one's actually just like straight up a hero. 
which again, I'm very like, where does the headlessness come in? Right. Um, they are said to be born out of a violent and wrongful death that occurred while protecting an innocent life. Mm. Most of the stories include a prince that lost his head while defending a village for fighting bandits. So that's where the headlessness comes in. But others are just like, they're people, they're either knights or they're princes who died while protecting their prince. Hmm. So either a knight who died protecting his prince or a prince who died protecting a village. So pretty noble. Yeah. Good noble, noble people. No, um, noble and they spend eternity protecting the innocent people. Hmm. There's a way to repel them, which... Why would you want to? So, yeah, that's when I first read that, I was like, why would you want to? But then I was like, this makes sense because... Because he's a headless horseman and he's fucking terrifying. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, but also no. So the way to repel them is indigo dye, like the powder. Uh Uh-huh. And you, like, I guess throw the indigo powder at them. And he's like, I hate this color. No, it disrupts their chaotic energy that's, like, forcing them to stay on our plane. And it lets them find peace. Oh, okay. So it's kind of like you're getting rid of it, but you're helping it. Okay, so putting it to rest, which is important. But it's also like, but why would I don't want to do that because they're helping the innocent people. But sometimes it's being unselfish that makes you. It's kind of like Aladdin with the genie. Yeah, you got to let him go. Um, Jinns were actually rather terrifying, and we should probably have an episode on them once. We don't get a lot of Indian stuff on this I show. I feel like when we do, like, a one thing, and we eventually, like, somehow cover them by accident. We'll get to Jinns. Because <laughs> I've heard they're very uh, fearsome and terrifying in a yeah. kind of tricky way, so. Yeah, we should totally do Jinns. They yeah. would be dope. But, yeah, the Jinjar, I'm hoping I'm pronouncing it right. It's They're the nicest headless horsemen you'll ever meet. So they're the good guys. Whereas hmm. all of the white people ones are horrible. <gasps> hey, guys, we're super white, I'm, in case you haven't noticed. In case you so, couldn't figure that out but what by about, the topic of this podcast or our nerdy-ass white voices. What about Ichabod <laughs> Crane? What about He him? wasn't the headless a fictional horseman. character. Is that fiction? Yeah. Isn't all mythology technically fiction? He was just a dude in town. Hang on, hang on. Hey, Ichabod Crane. I just... He was in the war with the Hessian soldier. Is there not actually a story, then, of Sleepy Hollow? There is a story of Sleepy Hollow. Well, let's... It's fully fabricated. Let's... But I only talked about the Hessian soldier of the Hollow. I, I think we should include this because it's important. Well, yes, is there? So that's the he, that is the Hessian trooper ghost thing. So the legend involves the tale of Ichabod Crane, who was extremely superstitious, a schoolmaster, and um, wow, the town rowdy. This is great. What's the town rowdy? He rowdy the town up. So there's no truth to Ichabod Crane. No. Where's the headless horseman in that story? The Hessian is the headless oh. horseman. Oh. Um, I will say... Did you uh, not pay attention? I literally said okay, that okay. the headless horseman was the Hessian. Oh. I thought you meant, like, in the previous story. Sleepy Hollow ends with Ichabod Crane getting spirited away after encountering the headless horseman. And only a shattered pumpkin remaining at to Because show. he used the 
jack-o'-lantern as his head. So kids, remember to put out pumpkins for the headless horseman. So he may Isn't take... that why we put out pumpkins? Is that why we put out pumpkins? No, I don't think so. This, this, this subject no. just raising more questions I than think an answer. that's just to keep the ghouls away. Let's find out. Why do we make jack-o'-lanterns? It's for the headless horseman. Telling you. We're going to Google Could it. Could be one reason. We're going to find out. Uh, it's an Irish... Oh, that's not really helping. Used to be turnips or potatoes. Yeah, 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 yeah. And to really frighten bangers. away Stingy Jack. Oh, that's stupid. Stingy Jack. Okay, do you guys want to hear the story of Stingy Jack while we're approaching Halloween? Holy shit. No, I want you guys to look at this traditional Irish jack-o'-lantern. Terrifying. <laughs> so, oh my god. The the practice allegedly originated from an Irish myth about a man nicknamed Stingy Jack. Stingy Jack invited the devil to have a drink with him. True to his name, Stingy Jack didn't want to pay for his drink, so he convinced the devil to turn himself into a coin that Jack could use to buy their drinks. Once the devil did so, Jack decided to keep the money and put it in his pocket next to a silver cross, sneaky, which prevented the devil from changing back to his original form. Jack eventually freed the devil under the condition that he would not bother Jack for one year. Oh, that's as far as he thought. <laughs> and that should Jack die, he would not claim his soul. Next year, Jack again tricked the devil into climbing into a tree to pick a piece of fruit. I love how the devil was just hanging out with Jack. He likes him. He thinks he's swell. While he was up in the tree, Jack carved the sign of a cross into the tree's bark so that the devil could not come down until the devil promised Jack to not bother him for 10 more years. This is a little bit of uh, devil went down to Georgia going on here. Soon after, Jack died. As the legend goes, God would not allow such an unsavory trickster into heaven. The devil, upset by Jack's tricks, would not allow Jack into hell either because he had a promise to keep. He sent Jack off into the dark night with only a burning coal to light his way. Jack put the coal into a carved out turnip and has been roaming the earth ever since. The Irish began to refer to this ghostly figure as Jack of the Lantern and then simply Jack a Lantern. Oh, the Irish. Such a colorful, whimsical. However, whimsical. I did in research the history of Jack o' Lanterns in North America, adaptions of Washington Irving's story of the, the Legend Sleepy of Hollow. Hollow is often um, shown with a headless horseman with a pumpkin yep. or a jack o' lantern in place of his severed head. Um, in the original story, like you were saying, a shower pumpkin was discovered next to Ichabod Crane's abandoned hat in the morning. So don't shatter your pumpkins or the Sleepy Hollow or the Sleepy Hollow Headlands horsemen will come and spirit you away. Yeah. Well, that was a fun little... I love devil trickster stories. They're so fun. Because the devil's just like, gosh, these sneaky little scallops. So now you have two reasons to put out a jack-o'-lantern, kids. Yeah. Don't do that BS where you just paint it because that's not really... Yeah, that doesn't count. We have a jack-o'-lantern contest at my work and people just paint it and I'm like... The horseman needs to breathe. He needs a mouth. Yeah. He needs a hole and two holes for the eyes. Don't paint it. Don't be lazy. And I hate the stickers. Ugh. Yeah. No, you put no, stickers sticker. on your pumpkin, I'm going to smash it. You might as well just eat it. I'm going to smash your pumpkin. I'm going to go up and down the streets, and if I don't see a good pumpkin, I'm going to smash it. Uh, Mary teaches Japanese kids, and they were, like, very, like, disturbed by the fact that our pumpkins are not very good to eat. Like, they're not as edible as theirs. Because well, our pumpkins are mostly air. We can't have everything, Japan. Yeah, Japan. 
Hmm. <laughs> Anyways, do we have any final thoughts on the headless horseman? I feel like I was mostly right. <laughs> no one was wrong. <laughs> Jessica, what do you think? She's forgotten what we talked um, about. No, I I really want to know how they're how they talk. Like and how they physically yeah. talk. So, yeah. I, I agree. I want to know how the ones without their heads talk. I imagine the ones with their heads, their heads might still work. Their head is talking as they're They're, rolling. like, holding up their head and it's talking. That's the only thing I can imagine because, like, the dual hand, its eyes are moving. Don't you think, though, that it's even, like, weirder? You know, that might be why it's so shocking when one of them speaks. I didn't know you could speak. Also, most of them don't talk. It's only, like, a couple of them that do talk. Can you fucking imagine the last one with the turnips and just a, 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 a body with a turnip with a little face carved out. Can you imagine that traditional Irish pumpkin I showed you guys? Yeah, that's what I mean. Well, I'm, I'm going to post that use on the Instagram. They use turnips and potatoes. I'm going to post the traditional Irish pump jack-o'-lantern on yeah. Instagram Good idea. at the Midnight Bells. Yeah. Follow so it. you got to follow us if you want to see it. Yeah, follow us at Midnight the It's going to give me nightmares. I will be thinking about it tonight. Yeah, potato people. As I'm laying in my dark room, I'll just see it in the corner. Hey, right. potato people, it's time party. <laughs> Why are you looking at me like that? <laughs> Anyways. Good talk. Yeah, so let's wrap this up. Thank you, Sarah, for your excellent explanation of the various headless horsemen. Thanks and, for listening. Um, thank you for listening to the Midnight Bells. Good evening. <laughs> Goodbye. Bye. <laughs>